Okay, uh, episode eight of the Strength Pro podcast. Uh, just a quick shout out to Charlene for sorting us out uh, a new logo, which looks fucking cool. Um, we had quite a few complaints the last couple of, well, the last week, because we've actually not done an episode for like two weeks. Uh, so yeah, sorry to all like five or six people that complained. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, actually, you know what? Fuck it. No, we're not sorry. We're not sorry. Instead of recording the podcast, we got pissed instead. So now you can fuck off. All on five <laughs> or six complaints. <laughs> I'm saying five or six complaints. They all came from the same person. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, ep- episode, yeah, me. Yeah. Um, episode eight of the Strength Code podcast. I'm with Sam and Jane. How's it going, guys? Hello. Good. Just Tom. had lunch. Nice. What did you have? Oh, more nice. I had a, a Mexican chicken baguette from Greg's and <laughs> uh, a, a vanilla latte. Treated, treated myself because it's Saturday. <laughs> Head of nutrition right there. <laughs> I had, <laughs> I had a jam sandwich. Well. <laughs> well, uh, actually, I had a, a, a cheese and... I had Jane's half-eaten cheese and pickle sandwich because she didn't want the other half of it. <laughs> And I so, made a jam sandwich instead. Solid choice, solid substitute. Uh, just a quick shout out to Sean, who uh, Sean Nolan, who's one of the guys who've been weightlifting. Uh, he was one of the ones that was whinging that we hadn't done an episode. So here you go, Sean. Enjoy your run. I hope you don't feel too fucked after it. Only messing. I hope you do. Uh, apparently, he had to listen to a Squat University podcast instead, which. For all that guy's entertaining, uh, is he's like a doctor of physical therapy, Aaron Horshig. Pretty cool, you should check, check him out. For all, uh, it's informative, it's not very entertaining. And I think he said it was like it was pretty boring. So, yeah, <laughs> hope your next run is as miserable as listening to that podcast. We just make this podcast like three hours long, <laughs> yeah, just to run for three hours, just to keep, keep running non stop. Yeah. All right, yeah. so. Today is the 20th of March and the gyms reopen on the 12th of April. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be less than three weeks because this is going to come out on Tuesday. So it'll be less than three weeks time till the gyms open. Now, a lot of people in general will be waiting for that date. So... Mm -hmm. What I want to do is just go through with you guys why we think wait until the 12th of April is an absolutely terrible idea. Why wait until the 12th of April to get moving, to get active, to get some training done, why we think that is an absolutely terrible idea. Is that... um... There's that famous quote, isn't that, that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. And I think that applies to this conversation and this discussion because just start now. You're going to be three weeks ahead of yourself. You're three weeks ahead of the curve by just starting now. And also, it's not going to be as bad when you come back. So you come hmm. back and start exercising just straight out the blue. It's gonna, you're going to feel a bit sore. It probably doesn't even need to be that you start even start exercising to be honest with you because what's one of the things that 
most people struggle with it's usually like nutrition related stuff mm-hmm. yeah. so what could be maybe a slightly better idea is okay while while i can't exercise in the actual gym at the minute maybe instead what i'm going to do is introduce a few just super simple nutrition mm. uh, habits so it could be like the simplest one is um drinking more water like most people walk around like a leaf in autumn like they're nowhere near as hydrated as they need to be um and so maybe it could it could just be to drink an extra liter of water every day between now and when the gyms reopen yeah. like something as simple as that can help basically with everything you'll feel a lot better um you'll probably perform a lot better in whatever training you do end up doing and because that you've taken that on as a habit now it'll make it a lot easier when you're trying to reintroduce stuff like training at a later date hmm. would you agree yeah, with i agree that? with that yeah. yeah definitely yeah yeah and also yeah. that's not like a big thing either that's not a big change or a big habit to implement I think one of the things that that people tend to trip themselves up with is trying to, and we're, we're all guilty of it at some point. Uh, we try and take on too much too soon. Mm. So it could be a case of I'm going to sort my diet out, and I'm going to go to the gym and train for four hours, and I'm going to uh, exercise outside of the gym. I'm going to go for these dead long walks. I'm going to cook all this food. I'm going to take on all this stuff all at once and then because we have these like grand ideas of things that we're going to do usually something else something ends up slipping and then something else ends up slipping and then something else ends up slipping and before we know it we're back at square one and so taking on something that's relatively minor or might seem like it's minor in the very short term could potentially have the benefit of being an absolutely huge thing in the much longer term. A quote that I, that I love, I know you came out with that one there, Jane, which is an absolute banger. Uh, best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. And it, that's true, regardless of age, weight, sex, whatever, like whatever. That's true. Another quote, which is actually from an investor, uh, the uh, fellow called Warren Buffett was it's actually time in the market and not timing. So too many people get caught up in trying to have the right timing for like an investment that they're going to make or like stocks that they're going to buy. But in reality, this guy's been, I think he's like a hundred and fucking three or something like that. This guy, <laughs> he's been investing and working towards that since he was like 10. <laughs> really? And he's, yeah. built, he's basically built his, his like wealth over a very long time, it's like time in the market and not time, time mm-hmm. in the market, not timing. So I think that would be, that could be a potentially quite a useful thing for maybe people to look at like the nutrition side of things. Yeah. What do you reckon, Sam? Have you got any, anything that you'd recommend to get done now yeah. that will serve people well when they get back to the gym? Yeah, I mean, I, I get that it's quite difficult because when you're at home, training at home, um, 
I always used to think, oh, it's, you know, you literally finish work and then you can just train straight away. But I think it's the idea that this is your home, this is where you relax and wind mm. down. Because it's just that when you get home from work, you're there, and then when you come home from the gym, it's there. There's loads, you know, there's televisions there, your Xbox is there, whatever. So I think because you're already in, you're just you're describing your life here. Yeah. So basically, there's a fella, there's a person called S Rigby. No, wait, that's too obvious. <laughs> Sam R. <laughs> <laughs> So it takes you out. Yeah. To, so go for a walk around the block or something. You mean take yourself yeah, out? So th- yeah, yeah. Because I think we've we've already like touched on that at, at, in one of the podcasts. Um, we like where just take yourself out the house for a minute and then get back in, or mm. you know, just put your gym clothes on. But I, I, the best thing is obviously not waiting till like because I used to follow that cliche of I'm going to start Monday or yeah. I'm going to start on the first of the month mm. when yeah. there's just no point. You just, you just start right now. Just literally just go, even if it's right, okay, tomorrow, let's just say it's tomorrow, it's still very early. Yeah. It's just, um, one, if you can do that, then, you know, you'll get quite what, uh, what that does, advanced. What that does, like, is it creates space. It creates more yeah. space between where you are now and where you want to be, right? Yeah. And something that I find very, very interesting based on some of the reading that I've been doing, is when we talk about our goals and like the things that we're going to do and the things that we want to achieve. Excuse me. When we talk about our goals, like the things that we want to do, the things that we want to achieve, like say, for example, you want to go and do a triathlon or you want to go and run a marathon or something like that, you can talk about it all day long. And what happens is, because your brain's imagining you actually doing the thing, it releases like a massive hit of dopamine. So we feel great. We feel good about it. But we don't actually get anywhere. We don't get any closer to finishing the marathon by saying, I'm going to run a marathon. Like, (laughs) I I think it's like a a point to think about is talk's quite cheap. Loads of people can talk a good game unless you take action. You're never going to get fucking closer to running the marathon or lifting mm. the weight or competing in the thing or opening the business or doing this, doing that, doing the other. You can talk all day long and it'll make you feel great. It'll be like a nice, warm, fuzzy blanket of like, I feel good about X, Y, Z. But until you take action towards the thing that you want, you're not going to fucking get anywhere. And if it, if it, let's like relate it back to like an aesthetic target like if you want to lose 10 kilos for example and you tell yourself right i'm going to start tomorrow i'm going to get up early i'm going to go for a run i'm going to lift some weights i'm going to do this i'm going to do that i'm going to do the other Mm -hmm. and tomorrow comes and it's raining you've got a flat tire on your car so you can't drive to the gym it's like well when you were feeling good yesterday why don't you just do 10 burpees and 10 bodyweight squats that would have mm. got you a bit closer to where you wanted to be than sleeping on it, waking up the next day and being like, oh, it's a bit miserable outside. I think I'll leave it. Oh, I've got a flat tire. Yeah. I can't, I can't go to the gym. Yeah. You take action in the direction that you want to go. <laughs> Cause if you don't take action, what you're doing is increasing that distance from where you want to be yeah. to where you are. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that, that just leaving it longer and longer. 
what yeah. you say. A good thing to do as well when you're saying to yourself, if you talk, like, you talk yourself up, don't you? If you say, I'm going to start Monday, actually, no, I will wait till three weeks when the gym opens. Just do that, the toddler talk to yourself where you go, why? 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 And you'll break it down to a point where it's so stupid that you go, I'm just going to do it. Because, like, I'm arguing with myself here. Why are you going to wait till Monday? Why are you waiting till three weeks? Well, because I'm tired. But why are you tired? You haven't done anything. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just like just breaking yeah. that toddler talk down for yourself to the point where you can't argue with yourself anymore. Just get out and do it. Yeah. The thing that I... The, like, the, that's that's a very good point. And like, you should... Something, something else that I've read, I can't remember who like who the author was, but you should be able to answer like something like six whys or something like that. Yeah. Do you, yeah. You, know, you know what I'm talking about there, don't you? James yeah. I think I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I've heard of it as well. Yeah. 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 Someone's mentioned it. That's quite recent, actually. Something might have been to do with lockdown, actually. But someone mentioned it. It's quite a common thing and a tool to use when you're having an anxiety attack and things mm. like that. Yeah, maybe mm. that's what it is then, yeah. Yeah. Like, something that I found with, with things like that, with things like anxiety, like, something that I've definitely found, and obviously... We're all human. We've all got emotions. We all suffer from anxiety. We all get into these states, which a lot of the time we make up in our own heads. Like mm-hmm. action is the biggest. And that's something that I've really learned probably over like the last sort of 10, 12 years. Taking action is the cure to any anxiety. Like if you're yeah. worried about starting something, so like to put it in an exercise, type of uh setting because obviously we're a gym mm. <laughs> yeah. oh, a yeah. fitness po- yeah. oh, well, shit, yeah. um we're a fitness yeah. podcast so if you're anxious about and a common thing is that's something that like absolutely baffles me to to sort of stay on this point is gyms are there to help people get in shape right people get anxiety about being in bad shape get anxious about going to a gym to improve themselves when you mm. think about that it's like so backwards that like this thing exists for you to improve your health like at like a very kind of foundation level but people worry about going in when if you instead of instead of worrying about uh, actually stepping foot into the gym you just take it a little bit of a time. You take a little bit of action, like walking to your car. That's not scary. Going for a drive towards mm. the general direction of the gym. Mm. That's not scary. Getting out of your car and closing the door and walking to the gym. Like, all right, if you've never been there before, that might be a little bit scary. But if you know that you're meeting someone at the other end who's help, who's going to help you with the thing that you say you want, then that should, in theory, take the anxiety away from it because you're taking action towards the thing that you want. And there's also mm. someone there who's going to help you with it. Yeah. I think I feel, I feel well, the anxiety and the fear of going to the gym is an understanding that you're going to have to work a little bit hard mm. to get to what you want. But sometimes the fear is not knowing what's behind the other door. Are yeah. people going to judge me? Yeah. How That's what I was just going to say, yeah. Will, will I be able to do it? So it's not just a case of I know that someone's there to look after me. 
there's a whole other catalogue of things that people go through before yeah. they walk into a gym. No, so I, it's I, our job. So it's our it's our job and our role as coaches to make everyone's process, regardless of what their end goal is, as comfortable as possible, and to mm. help them reach that goal. Absolutely, I can a hundred percent agree with that. And just as a point on um, on people who do feel anxious, because obviously we want to make the gym like a friendly place. We want to build it into like a good atmosphere, like you know, it's really approachable and all that kind of stuff. Anyone who you think is judging you for your performance in the gym, well, that's on them. It's not on you. Yeah, like yeah. they're not training hard enough. <laughs> If they're fucking worrying about what you're doing, then they're not working fucking hard enough. And no one in our yeah. gym does that. Our gym's really in- ex- ex- inclusive. Anyone's welcome. Come and join the living Except me when Dougie's benching. That's what it is. That's the main thing. You, you, there's no... Like you, when I first started, it was all about bodybuilding. You see these like mass monsters and you're like, fucking hell, I'm never going to get to that. And then yeah. as as you gradually go on, like you know, you just learn. Don't you don't have learned now. You just, there's no one in competition other than yourself. You just mm. got to beat your own mm. records. You got to beat your own, you know, mental game. Like I mm. want to start Monday, no start now. Um, mm. You just you're constantly in competition with yourself. Just you just need to ignore like everyone else sort of thing. But it it, it does take time. It's it's quite difficult. But yeah, the main definitely. thing is just getting it started straight away, and start. Be patient. Yeah, just and, be patient with your yeah. process. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Like, I think you like this, Sam. Me and Jane were talking the other day about uh, Jordan Peterson because I was like just cruising. Yeah. I was in a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole, and um, <laughs> what was it that he was that he said? Because he was obviously a clinical psychologist, uh, and he was he was saying like he would have people that would come to him and say, "Doctor, why am I procrastinating all the time?" And he goes, that's a bit of a fucking stupid question if you ask me. Like, the real question is, the real question should be, why do I ever do anything that's scary? Procrastination's easy. You don't have to yeah. do anything. Take, taking action is what's difficult. Mm. <laughs> and that might sound yeah. a little bit counterintuitive to the, the, the whole action cures anxiety. But that's that's the truth. That's basically the truth. So, if you're feeling anxious or if you're procrastinating, if you take action, then that feeling's going to go away, and you're either going to learn something, you're either going to fail and learn something, or you're going to succeed and build something into a habit. Whether that's like going for a run, or whether it's going to the gym, or whether it's like something to do with like a business or whatever. Mm you're probably going to end up failing a lot, but you're going to be failing forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So okay. That's the thing nowadays, though, isn't it? Like, I think, especially now, I mean, I'm only, I'm nearly, I'm 30 this year, and I'm, I haven't been on the planet very, very long at all. But I've noticed something that's happened in 10 years where now no one is, I've said this loads of times, and it's and my biggest petty, but no one is allowed to fail. Mm. Like it's yeah. just unimaginable. You can yeah. you can't fail at anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think that might be why it's like probably a rise in like people who are anxious or people who would who scared to start stuff because they do not want to fail. Why do you think that is? Like what what do you think like contributes towards that kind of like um 
group mentality of not wanting to fail. I think it's just embarrassed. Don't, you don't want to feel embarrassed, though. You don't want to look like a fool, sort of mm. thing, or because perfection's everywhere nowadays, isn't it? Like on Instagram and yeah, exactly Twitter your and life, stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, Sam, but your life is on a platform yeah. now, essentially, in the last 10 years. So if yeah, you fail, exactly. you show that you fail to everyone. And mm. rather than embracing mm. that this is like this is a failure I'm going to learn from it, people shy away. So anyone, like, this is what we be, have a little laugh with it, Instagram for, is that Instagram just shows you the good bits. Mm. Um, Instagram, sorry, yeah. Instagram just shows you the good bits. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Instagram's the best bit of this podcast, let's be honest. But Instagram shows you the best bit. Look how great my life is. But you don't see like the struggle behind it sometimes. And I think it's mm. important to really, really push that. It is okay to fail. And also it's all right to be a little bit uncomfortable because everything that you've ever done in your life, you've pushed yourself out of your comfort zone. Even if it's 10%, mm. you for you to progress to where you are now, you've always pushed that, that a little bit more. Mm. I think some people forget that. They just think, oh, I woke up. I woke up like this. <laughs> I woke up and I'm here. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, no, you you've worked to this point and learned yeah. from from your mistakes to get to this point. It's um, that's like a really good point. That's a really good way of of looking at it. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing that I like more than people that just have a go. Like whatever it is, I'm just gonna have a go. Like I'm gonna stick my neck out a little bit. And if if a fail, all right, fair enough. But at least I had a go. Like, yeah. After doing a little bit of chatting with some of the guys who are pretty new to weightlifting, I mean, I'm I'm probably still pretty new to it myself. I've been doing it for like maybe five or six years or something like that. And I made a compilation of every single time that I'd failed a lift. So for those of you who don't know, like a snatch and a clean and jerk is basically trying to throw as much weight over your head as you can without like dying, <laughs> without it landing on your head. <laughs> so I think I've like competed like five or six times in like rooms that have been invariably pretty full with people that I know and some people that I don't know, all that kind of stuff. And there's been times where like I've fa- failed in front of that room in, in front of like a group of strangers. And it's emba- it is embarrassing, but... You can either you can either dwell on that and be absolutely crippled by it, or you can basically wipe it from your memory, <laughs> wipe it from your memory, live in denial, and imagine that it's never never happened. Or you can say to yourself, "Right, okay, what went wrong with this lap? With that last one, uh, was was when we feet in the right position? Uh, what could I do better?" Um, did it feel heavy? Did it feel easy? Like, what can I change about it to make it better? Because it, it comes back to that whole thing. Like, I mean, I did a video analysis of like a sumo deadlift uh, from Charlene. And the point of that was she missed a lift in a competition uh, for a couple of reasons. You just changed one and it turned into a success. Yeah. So, perfection is like a stupid thing to chase anyway because it doesn't really exist it doesn't really exist it progress is the thing that you want to chase and if you're failing but will you go back in terms of in terms of like a lifting weights type uh analogy 
if you're failing with heavier weights, then guess what? You've made progress. Yeah. <laughs> you, yes. You've put yourself in you've put yourself in the picture to fail with something that's more challenging. Because so if you think progressed. about yeah. it, I'm sorry, about... just sorry, Jane. I was just gonna yeah. say, and one one thing, you're in a competition as well. You're, to get to a competition, yeah, but, or just even to enter, <laughs> enter into a competition. The, the absolute worst part of that, and I showed it to everyone on the uh, on the social thing we done the other week, which was again the reason why I didn't do an episode of the podcast. Uh, and the absolute worst part of that is the pity crap you get from the crowd because uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have this saying. I think Joe told me uh, that it's weightlifting and powerlifting is like cricketers and pirates like the weightlifters are the cricketers no, you've been saying that for ages Bye-bye. weightlifters are like, are like weightlifters are like the cricketers and powerlifters are like the pirates because like powerlifters <laughs> like if you miss something they're not going to give you a hand they're going to take the piss out of you <laughs> which I, I love i fucking love that um, but in weightlifting it's all like polite like you turn the music off when you approach the bar um, in powerlifting, there's like some dirty, heavy metal playing in the background. You turn it up. Everyone and they turn it up. Um, so the absolute worst part of that, because because it's happened to me so many times, I'm kind of used to it now. It's just the pity <laughs> crap of like, oh, that's like getting a double uh, volume. Yeah. People clapping. <laughs> <laughs> like, clapping for? <laughs> shit on me! Oh, what are you clapping me for? <laughs> so. Uh, t- Go on, Jane. Sorry. No, like a participation medal. But what I was going to say mm. is, um, <laughs> coming back to failing and the gym, when we do test week, people walk through that door and they push themselves to the point where, because they're doing the three rep max, for example, some people fail because people have pushed themselves out of the comfort zone and maybe failed the last test week, they've come back and gone, I'm going to hit this weight that I failed previously. And because they've worked hard to get to it, they usually smash it and even put an mm. extra kilo, two kilos onto it. Mm. So failure, like going back to work, failure is never a bad thing, I don't think. It's um, it's like, it's it's a subjective thing, isn't it? Like, mm. it, 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 you you kind of want to live, live to like a set of standards. And, be accountable to those standards like you could you could say that in a gym sense um my standard is i'm going to train three times a week and if you only train twice are you a failure well no because (laughs) something might have happened like you might have been in a car crash for example um, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, so there's yeah. always that that sort of flip side of it's very it's very subjective. If if you're just being lazy, then you need to give yourself a kick up the ass, because like, the only person that you're letting down at the at the most basic level is yourself. <laughs> and exactly that comes back to also if you keep failing, but you don't do anything to learn from it, and then you end up blaming other people. Mm, you've turned yeah. into a victim like why is this happening to me why is why why do i keep failing it's like you keep failing but you're not learning from the fail what did they do wrong what can i do better and then it's like just learn from your failures man 
Yeah. <laughs> you laugh at me, I'm just slowly slipping out of this dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see me, but I'm just like, I'm saying, from the middle of the day. He's just like, he's like, like, like she was on a list. Just an eye, <laughs> just a pair of eyes, talking. <laughs> Yeah, I was listening to you and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then you started talking about my victim blaming and I was just like, oh no, she needs to slide back up because I'm going to start laughing here. Because <laughs> I was but, just yeah, seeing you and I, I just realised that my screen, head was just floating off the screen like, hello. Yeah. You know, like when Mr. Mackey's head comes off his, his shoulders <laughs> in South Park. <laughs> yeah, like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs drugs are bad alright so we can all kind of agree that failing is okay as long as you're failing forward like fail failing forward bad, yeah. learn, <laughs> learn from learn from the failure if, if you let if you let it uh, take over your whole life and you're trying to be a perfectionist that, that's just a, a really slippery slope to being fucking miserable so yeah 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 exactly yeah. all right so this week i don't know if you guys have seen anything about this there's been a bit more um a bit more emphasis on the risks associated with the covid vaccine <laughs> what are you laughing at because not like i feel sorry for people who can't see it you should record this as well. Oh, Sam's just walking around the bedroom. He just looks like he's leaving the room. He's gone. He's left the room. He's left gone the, the toilet. <laughs> so you just, you just yeah. hear like a... <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's back to his airpods. So, health risks associated with the old COVID vaccine. Now... Yeah. You mentioned this to me before, um, and some some of the statistics that I'd seen, like based off all the different uh, variations of the vaccine, because there's like five or six of them, isn't there? Like five or six yeah, different so vaccines. One specific one, isn't there? Is it like it's not the? Is it AstraZeneca? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Did... So, one of the things that I'd seen was the risk associated with. Uh, blood clots now put that into context of I think it was some from what I'd seen like obviously this might be out of date now there was something like three cases of people getting the COVID vaccine and developing a blood clot Yeah. if you put that next to stats of all the like the contraceptive pills that women take who choose to be on like birth control, the <laughs> the risk of developing a blood clot goes like through the roof. And it's like, okay, so yeah. this one thing's okay, but this other one isn't. Like what it affects men. Yeah. <laughs> it just and it goes it, it goes up even more. So it's um I I seen a thing on Instagram today actually when it, it says this is the risk from it it's like one in a hundred thousand people and then the risk for um the risk for the combined contraceptive is three to five in ten thousand people the risk of pregnancy is one in a thousand 
couple of right. weeks. So if, if you think of that in terms of comparison, it's like, what's what's the big deal? Yeah. If it, it, it feels to me like, if it really feels to me as though that's not really being thought through, like stopping it. Like if you try to vaccinate, like I, I don't know where it's up to in terms of how many people have been vaccinated. Mm. There's going to be people who are going to have adverse effects to it. Like just as a, as mm. a, a purely like the, the odds of something happening are going to, when you're giving everyone this thing, they're going to be increased the odds of something happening, right? As far as I'm aware, it was like at 20 million vaccinations or something like that, like as a combined thing. Three in like 20 million people doesn't really seem like that big of a risk of blood clots when you consider all the other associated health risks with, with um the uh, contraceptive and yes. the actual the general health of the people who are getting the vaccine as well. Yeah, yeah so exactly. That, it's that, it's it the, is the, the age group medical. that are getting it as well. Exactly. It's the same with COVID. Yeah. When COVID came out, he was he was getting it. It is the AstraZeneca one, and it's actually the different the blood clot blood, blood clot risks. Let me weird out. So for the vaccine, it's three in one million. Right. For women not taking hormonal contraceptives, it's two in ten thousand. Right. For the combined oral contraceptive pill, it's five to twelve in ten thousand. Right. And for pe- for pregnant and women who are post six weeks postnatal, uh, postnatal, it's one to two in one thousand. So if you think of that, it's quite, it's quite overwhelming. Why? So what is it? I think it mainly. It doesn't make news, though, does it? That's the thing. It doesn't make mm. news, exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's, well, that's because... what it is. A vaccine that's killing people will make news, won't it? Mm. Because COVID, because we're, because now we're fighting against COVID now. We need something else to talk about, and so now it's the fight <laughs> yeah. against COVID is killing <laughs> you. Yeah. 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 It's not the virus now, it's the vaccine. It's just like, yeah. what? So how many how many people dying in, in a million people of COVID? It's not that it's not that much, but that's yeah. not glamorous anymore. Mm. And it's scary, that isn't it? The way the media portray things like that. Yeah, no, no, that's that's it's like plant seeds, isn't it? Yeah, seeds and people yeah. then. And if, and even... I said it before. It's because it's affecting men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. Down with the, the patriarchy. Smash yeah. the patriarchy. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna get a top that says "Smash the Patriarchy." <laughs> uh, we were talking about this before, weren't we? Like, we, our country's got a queen. She's our matriarch. Yeah. But the <laughs> men run it <laughs> into the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Um, if we think of right, so those risks for developing blood clots if we take out the uh contraceptive uh stats and the covid vaccine stats right and we just look at the other the other things which i would say 
of far occur far more than a pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, women being women, just women being alive yeah, and women yeah, being pregnant. Exactly. So the whole the whole natural <laughs> process of like giving birth and obviously being pregnant and all that kind of stuff. It it it, it just it, it baffles me that like you you're not gonna spend any time basically given the the this population that that applies to some just some general guidelines of here's how you can help prevent this mm. here's how mm. you can help prevent that like if what did you say it was like one in a thousand for which for uh the the chances of developing a blood clot was it did you say it was postnatal so during pregnancy and plus six weeks after you've had the baby postnatal yeah so one to two in a thousand. Right. So that seems like a pretty high fucking number to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like in, in, in Liverpool, there's what, like half a million people or something like that? 500,000, let's say. So yeah. that was that equal, like like 50 people, 500 people, sorry. You're making me do quick maths on Saturday. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wasn't, wasn't asking you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you not, not like, do you not think that aiming stuff towards that population here's like a sheet of paper that's going to help you not develop a blood clot right mm. <laughs> why is like the covid vaccine which is something like based off those numbers like 1 in 3 million it's like six times more likely that someone who's pregnant or has had a baby is going to develop one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's like... Because mm. it, it doesn't just... sell papers, this what I mean, Sam was saying. But then... Yeah. And it's disgusting. I mean, I... But then it, it, it comes back to like the burden on the healthcare system, right? Mm. So doctors and nurses do a fucking fantastic job. I'm sure there's some great we've got some great doctors and nurses that work for the nhs and all that kind of stuff in our gym i'm sure there's some absolutely terrible ones as well as there is in all professions there's some terrible personal trainers and coaches there's some terrible uh tradesmen for example there's some really terrible fucking politicians that say yeah let's do this for the healthcare service when the amount of cash that's been spent on COVID, right? You probably could have saved some money by giving pregnant or postpartum women some guidance on how to not get a blood clot mm. <laughs> and, mm. and emphasized the seriousness of it, right? Do you see where I'm kind of going with this? But like, yeah. Just be, they say, do this for the healthcare system. Stay at home, isolate, because you don't want the NHS to get overwhelmed. But there's just in this city alone, there's the potential for about 500, well, let's say half the population of the city is women, right? So there's 250,000 women as like a number. Mm. Uh, if they all were pregnant or took the pill, 
or were post-pregnancy, right? That would that would feel to me like a pretty high percentage of women that were going to be at risk of developing this thing that all of a sudden has become an issue because of mm. COVID. So yeah. if you want to help the fucking healthcare system, give them some guidance on, on what to do to, to not develop a blood clot. Yeah, and it, this is the oh. same government, though, that, like, tell you to eat a wheel of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was to, you know, it was to not eat a wheel of cheese. Oh, sorry, no. Uh, I know what you were saying. Give them that one. And, <laughs> yeah, and I do apologise. Get these. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. So they, like, lower the burden on the NHS, but close the gyms mm. that prevent obesity, which is a, a huge burden on the NHS. Mm. So this is, this is where it comes round to... You think you'd think that promoting a, just a better, healthier lifestyle mm. would be their priority. Yeah. But it's any way that they can find to, to make money. An extra couple of quid. Yeah. An extra yeah. couple of quid. And do you know what? It's not that hard. The, the guidance it is not that hard. I mean, sometimes people just get a blood clot because you could just get a blood clot. Mm. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. That's just like how the cards are dealt. But there's ways of like mitigating that. Exactly. But wouldn't yeah. really be. Just like there is with diabetes, just like there is with heart conditions, there's ways to, like you say, mitigate it. True, true. Mm. I think that's a pretty interesting, it's a pretty interesting uh, subject to talk about uh, for sure. And obviously, um, we want to make sure that as many people as, poss- as possible are at like a, a lower risk of developing any kind of like maybe like cardiovascular disease uh diabetes any like form of blood clot all that kind of stuff so to further reduce your chances of it do something about it now instead of waiting until the 12th of april (laughs) yeah so like like so the things you can do to mitigate it are drink a little bit more water stay hydrated move a little bit more be more active obviously you've got a good cardiovascular system your body's working to its potential. Just get out, can you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true. All right. So, at the back end of that conversation, you obviously mentioned Boris Johnson and his wheel of cheese. Here's a question for you, right? So, pretty soon, we're going to see uh, Eddie Hall and Thor Bjornsson in a boxing match, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Two fucking canal boats taking. Alehouse digs at each other, which should be pretty oh, yeah. entertaining, right? Have you seen yeah. Have you seen them throwing punches? It's like yeah, they do. It's oh, it's, it looks fucking horrible. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be on the end of one of them, like yeah. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> accumulated mass. Who do you think <laughs> would win in a fight, Donald Trump or Boris Johnson? Ah, oh, Trump. He's, he's like six foot three, isn't he? I don't. I don't think Boris Johnson's a a small man. I think he's like because I I I feel like they're both quite similarly built. Oh, are they? I don't know. Actually, I know that. I think Donald Trump both would awkward, though, aren't they? Mm. I've seen Trump dance and I've seen Boris Johnson play sports, <laughs> and they're not aesthetically pleasing on the eye. <laughs> did you see? Did you see that thing I shared on my Instagram of Donald Trump dancing? Yeah, did. If he throws his fists out the way he danced, you might be able to catch Bojo with a, yeah. a few clips. 
But then have you seen <laughs> Boris Johnson take down my kids in a room? Takes a kid down. Oh, hang on a minute. I I know his win. It'll be Trump because he's been in a wrestling ring before. He's won a wrestling match, hasn't he? In the WWE. Yeah, in my, that's not really sport, though, is it? It's, he won uh, a millionaire match between him and Vince McMahon. <laughs> And then, have you seen it? And then Vince oh. McMahon gets his head shaved off. Whoever loses gets their head shaved off, and he lost. <laughs> so you're you're saying you're saying you're saying Trump? But he's been in a fake. Uh, he's been in a fake. He's, got, he's been in a fake uh, wrestling match, and he uh, dances like like he's shadow boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what though? I think, but I, I think Bojo is he's, because he's so British. Yeah. Like put your Queensby rules. Yeah. You took boy and all that. <laughs> you know, I reckon he, I reckon he'd be all right. You know. Have you uh, heard him? Have you heard him? Like actually throwing banter at people, like actually slagging some people off. He's he, he called someone. Life. Have you seen one of them where he called someone? Uh, like an amoeba or something like that and honestly I know it's terrible like the situation he's in and he's our prime minister but I'm going to have to find it because it, I, I, he calls someone like a like a Jurassic era amoeba or something like that I was like that is the oh most some of like the um, some of the things that they call each other in, in parliament they go like my right honourable friend who's like should have like ironed his suit or something like that it's like brutal <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. I love watching the debates. They're hilarious, and it, it it just kind of makes you realise. Oh, okay, like if these guys are running the country and they're slagging each other off, we're not really going to get anywhere, really, are we? Like because the, no, the, no, the exactly. people within their own <laughs> their own parties are taking the piss out of each other and calling each other scruffs. So I would love it really if someone just anywhere. stood up. Do you know the way they stand up and put the book down? I love it if someone just stands up, and put the book down, and just went, "Yeah, man," and then sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Speaker, <laughs> no, doesn't yeah. even say that. Just goes, your ma. Well, there's, there's, there's like um, yeah. they have they have like uh, like rules that they have to like when they're like debating something, they have to say something like "Thank you, Mr. Speaker," and then as they're like responding to a point that someone else has made, they have to say something like "The Right Honourable Gentleman" or "The Right Honourable Lady" or "My Right Honourable Friend." And then they can say whatever they want. After that, I don't think they're no offense, but I, I don't think they're allowed to uh, to use like first names or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works, but you definitely have to like say thank you to like the the speaker and uh, introduce <laughs> someone as like the right honourable person, which is pretty funny. Oh, that, that is like saying no offense. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Speaker. There's all the rules and all that, and then you've got to do all of them. That's the planet on its arse, basically. Yeah. And all that's going on. Yeah. Insane. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. <laughs> <laughs> what what are the points? Speaker? Is he the one who sits? Is he the, is he the, he's the one who sits in the middle? Yeah, yeah, and, and goes, order, order, when everyone's getting rowdy. <laughs> Right, yeah. So I, I think um I think I'm gonna go with Jane here. I think that uh, Bojo would do a I think he'd do a number on him, you know. Like seeing Come on, him, old boy. <laughs> seeing him take out the little kid in the rugby match. 
Like, and also, he um, he rugby tackled someone in a in a uh, like a what's it called the the footy match for charity like sport aid or something like that. I think so. Soccer aid. Soccer aid. That's it. He done it in one of them as well to someone like full on mm-hmm. rugby like head first. So I think what he'd do is he'd do like the classic Homer where like Trump would like punch himself out and then Bojo would just like push him over and win. <laughs> I also think as well, because obviously Bojo doesn't give a shit what he looks like. Mm. So he'd, he'll just throw himself into the ring and the fight and be like, come on then. <laughs> Trump is very vain. So he'd be like, don't touch my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't touch my hair. Yeah. So, so I reckon it's mad with politicians. <laughs> uh, do, you know, do, do, do you know what they never do? They don't point at each other. They, they, they go like this. Mm. You know, they can see With like fist each other? They definitely do that. Those little secret bars they've got. The owl, with the owl mask on. No, <laughs> uh, no so they, they like clench it. So like if you clench your fist, but then they put the thumb on top of it. And then mm. they do that. So next time we have like a briefing, you know, those you five o'clock briefings, they, do, yeah. they, they go like that because it's non-threatening. So they do it with like the thumb. It's weird. Oh, right. mm. you know, I never yeah, knew yeah. that. Do you know when someone asks them a question and they don't answer it? Mm. They, and, and they go like that because they never, they never answer the question either. They just go off topic, even if it's a yes or no. Yeah, like it, it's that classic um, not answering the question. Like they, they'll, they'll pick out like a point about the other person rather than like, Directly yeah. answer the question. It's like a proper shit house maneuver. So it gets it gets oh. people out of it gets them out of like sticky situations. Like, oh, what about all these dead people? Uh, why is my right honourable yeah. friend not ironed his tie today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shit house shuffle. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of politicians, right? <laughs> And this is going to sound terrible, but have either of you seen Joe Biden falling up the stairs of Air uh, Force uh, One? Like, have you seen the one where Jason Derulo's falling down the stairs? So, do you know no. when Jason Derulo fell down the stairs? Like the VMAs or something? So, someone's put that picture of him falling down the stairs of Air Force One. Absolutely taken out. Joe Biden said it's all Jason Derulo's fault. <laughs> My my point on that was, no disrespect to Joe Biden, I'm sure he's a nice guy, I've never met him myself, but he's an an older gentleman. Mm. Now, Mm. it would seem to me that he's probably not getting up and doing his resistance training. He's probably not getting up and doing his resistance training. Um, Yeah. Now, as you get older, Obviously, you increase the chances of uh, falling over. Yeah, you increase yeah. the chances of, of falling over be, for, for a few a few different things. Uh, osteo uh, osteoporosis can be one of them. The thing that precedes that is uh, is osteopenia or something like that, uh, and also uh, sarcopenia. So, like osteo osteopenia is uh, bone density. Reducing, so basically your bones becoming weaker and weaker, and sarcopenia is basically muscle wastage. So, long story short, 
Joe Biden could have probably stopped himself from falling over if he'd have been doing a squat. <laughs> I love how you just turned a meme <laughs> yeah. into something like dead long winded. I said serious. And I'm like, oh yeah, Jason Derulo meme fell down the stairs and took him out. And you're like, yeah, just because he's old, Jane. Could be getting old people. <laughs> but, no, but it's like that's no, it's a good point, Martin, because if you on the flip side of that, so uh I don't know anyone who listens to this who knows who Gary Player is. Mm. So he's uh, like a legendary golfer, but he is obsessed, like obsessed with fitness and health. Um, mm. I'm sure he's in his mid eighties. He does like a thousand sit ups a day, a thousand push ups a day, and uh, a thousand bodyweight squats a day. And he's just like in unbelievable like condition for his age. Mm. Like he can, he'd be able to. He'd fly up those stairs. Yeah, he's like, a beast. Like yeah. He'd fucking jump. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe on top of Joe Biden. So if he was the president, yeah. he'd just like. He just skipped up. No, mm. no, when you like, you skip one. Hell yeah. He'd jumped over Joe. He'd have jumped yeah. over Joe Biden. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah, Joe exactly. Biden just done leg day the day before. That's that's also true because maybe where he was, <laughs> the gyms weren't open. But saying that is the president, so if you can't get a squat yeah. rack and you're the He's president well of, of America, then. You want to have a word with the fucking Secret Service or something because someone's got to. If I was the president yeah. and there was no gym for me, someone would be getting assassinated. Like, get me yeah, a fucking yeah. gym. And also, yeah. I, I, I think I'm fairly fit, and I fall up the stairs sometimes. That's just because you don't. <laughs> yeah, and that's because I of those. You fall, you fall up the stairs more than you fall down. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, fall, you fall down stairs. up the stairs. Yeah, isn't that what it is? Yeah. Like you fall down up. Uh, and Donald Trump Go called down, him down. Sleepy Joe, didn't he? <laughs> Sleepy Joe. And maybe he was just yeah. like starting to fall asleep as he was going up the stairs. <laughs> that Sleepy, that Joe. Sleepy Joe just reminds me of uh, the episode of Rick and Morty <laughs> where there's um, all the fake all the fake um, things of like uh, um, uh, someone's imagination. Do you know the one that I'm on about? Got, and he got, the, the no, game he one. one star. Um, when he goes into a game, is it Roy? No, no, it's 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 not it's not that one. It's where there's um, so there's like a parasite which is creating memories. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Pencil there. Yeah, pencil rest there. And it's Mr. Poopy Pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually real. Yeah, yeah. Start killing off the fake characters, haven't they? And they end up like shooting him. They're like, no, I've been here all along. We've got the most obscure one. And it's, yeah, and it's like a giraffe or something. Who's so who's yeah. Sleepy Joe in that? Who reminds me? Of isn't it? Um, like, it, it? That's his actual name, isn't it? And he's yeah. like um, him and Jerry are, are partners in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, he's, that's yeah, that oh, episode, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Rick and Morty. Katie's never seen it, and it's just—it's it, unbelievable. That's, that's yeah, dope. it's brilliant. Katie's so never seen it. I can talk about it all day. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, Sam. Oh, Have you guys got any Instagrams for the week? Well, for the last two weeks, actually, because we've missed an episode. No, oh, yeah, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think Sam. Hey, I've. I've got one. It's it just um, like uh, it's part of like the art cancel culture sort of um, vibe, isn't it? Where like 
you see like all these Hollywood film stars and millionaires and stuff who get like people want them sacked because they said something 20 years ago mm. uh, which is a bit like a bit harsh I think because it's like you know you, you change don't you you, you, you yeah. make mistakes it depends on what it was obviously it was something outrageous yeah yeah, like, uh, and and like, probably like I, I think I know what you mean there. So it's like you know that centre half yeah. that we signed from the Liverpool signed from. I think it was like Preston or something like that. Ben Davies, he put yeah, on yeah. Twitter like stuff. <laughs> he put like a load of stuff on like absolutely rinsing Liverpool Football Club, right? Yeah, and so he's obviously gone in. Yeah. He's gone in and like deleted all his tweets that relate to that, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Like no one's gonna get mad at him for having an opinion. Right, so I, I can completely agree with, with what you're saying there. Um, obviously, people change over the course of years. And obviously, tweets, like Twitter, I think I said this to you before we started, Twitter's like the fucking Wild West, which I don't, I don't really go on it anymore. Like, I've, I've not really used mm-hmm. it for a couple of years. Just because, yeah, I don't really think that you can't really get a nuanced argument or point across in 140 characters, which is why I think more people, more people, especially like in the pandemic are like consuming more like sort of long conversation style stuff. So you have like a long conversation. It's much better than 140 character tweet, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, it's a funny one. I think, um, Twitter's, you... getting Twitter's getting axed for me. So Facebook went two, three years ago. Twitter's mm-hmm. very, very, very close now. Very close. And Instagram, not that they asked the bar me. They couldn't give two shits about me. They don't even know who I am. <laughs> oh, but they will do. They will do. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no uh, yeah, tw- I think Twitter's on the, uh, it's just very hostile, isn't it? Just, mm. There's just too much anger on it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're, yeah. you're trying to be positive or you're trying to put a good point across, like, have you ever considered this? It's just like, have you ever considered this before? It's just not that yeah. and like, so, like you say, uh, it's like the wild west. <laughs> a point on that is like, let's say you're trying to give someone on Twitter some nutrition advice and you say, maybe you should try and eat oranges because oranges are really good for you. And someone yeah. construes that as, so what you're saying is, I shouldn't eat bananas, <laughs> apples, pears, <laughs> and mangoes. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it <laughs> And saying. it's like, yeah. oh, no. That's what <laughs> no, I'm that's saying. not what I said. <laughs> and then 10 years, la- 10 years down the line, Sam, uh, that Sam maybe hates, hates other fruits other than orange. Yeah, yeah. Sack him. Yeah. Sack him in his nutrition <laughs> roll. You sack him. Like, orange ain't. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not really. Let's like 10 years down the line. Oh, no, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you like all fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just feel that's, as well, that's yeah. don't, don't let people use your past to invalidate your current mindset. So mm. that's if that's not who you are anymore, if you're still an arsehole that you were 20 years ago, then okay. But obviously you've grown from that point of making mm. that mistake. Like we were talking about before, you've learned from it. Mm. Sorry to bring it down, like saying it here <laughs> now. <laughs> But no, no, no. It's, it's important for people to, to understand that. All right, yeah, you've made the mistake back in the day, whatever. But that's not how you feel now. Don't let people bring you down because they just want to attack you for the sake of and, and cancel you for the sake of 
getting and most of the time they want to cancel it is for their own gain. Mm. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. more like it's more like that is definitely a good point on it. But I, I feel like viewing this sometimes, I feel like it's more of a power thing, like exactly trying to get like trying to get someone yeah. sacked or someone cancelled or something like that. It's more of like look at what we did to you, like and they're the same people yeah. that, that would say if you can be anything, be kind. And it's like well, that's not very fucking kind, is it? Like. Yeah. saying someone should be cancelled or someone should be sacked or removed from a role for something that they might have said like 10 or 15 years ago like pretty sure maybe they might not agree with it now, now. Like, yeah, exactly like yeah because that person might have like a, a good job and a, and a lovely family and like he's in like the they were positive thing and then someone just comes up and, he, and then it just sends them down a rabbit hole and do you know what I mean it's, I do it's, think it's way. you could be doing the thing that you're trying to defend sort of thing mm. but that's what I mean about like as I'm saying about Twitter it's just very uh, I think if you spoke to I think if those two people met up with each other though in a, for a coffee mm. that, that wouldn't happen do you know what I mean I think it's just because it's well, on the internet the thing is so this is again like my point that I come back to with social media right half the shit that get well like 90% of the shit that gets said on Twitter if it was in a face to face conversation it wouldn't get said because what yeah. the person that was it was getting said to would either kick off at them or just fucking punch them in the face, like yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It's things like so you write things like oh back in the day oh she's a crazy bitch yeah, and now you're a mental health advocate. Somebody like she's used to she used to call people crazy. Oh she's a hypocrite, and you're like no, that's just it. Just that that's not what she she means, and that's not what she thinks now. But I do think. The severity of what was said initially or what was done initially does need to be taken into account. So if mm. you're a sex pest or something, then yeah. there's no excuse for that. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. From, <laughs> do you think there's a scale like a sliding scale for it? Like just I just want to put that in. <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that <laughs> yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you put that in. Keep that in, please. Yeah. Do not edit this thing. But yeah, that's that's mine anyway. To do it like uh it's probably more to do with the hostility in Twitter, I'd say, more than the council yeah. culture. Just mm. that everyone trusts that hostile. They just need to, but 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 the, the game's raised, though, isn't it? You know, everyone's indoors in a pandemic, so people are a bit mm. angry. Yeah, freedom's been taken away, so I can sort of understand why people are angry. But everyone just needs to, you know, go to Amsterdam and have <laughs> 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 some space. No, yeah, no, no, it's um. Yeah, it's just a very hostile environment. So that's that's my thing going into the hostility on Twitter. Yeah. On Jane. So okay, mine's, yeah, mine's a little bit similar, actually. <laughs> what did you say? I said someone else go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so mine's a little bit similar because it's kind of along the lines of if things don't go your way, then don't berate the pit. So it's a, this is where it's come from. So. Drag Race UK finale was Thursday, and I'm absolutely obsessed with Drag Race. I love it. And the person who I thought was going to win didn't. And I was like, all right, okay. But fair play to the Queen who won, made up for her. But the backlash you got on Twitter, like you've just been saying, and Instagram saying she didn't deserve to win, blah, blah, blah. You could put that in sport. You could put that in anything that's competitive. Mm. It's like... Like if you watch it, she did put in the work to win. She was equally had the right to win as much as the others. And just because something didn't go your way, 
doesn't mean you can drag that person down. So that's mm-hmm. going in my rinse again. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you supposed to love someone else? <laughs> yeah. It could, could I, you see uh, it as well? With it? It, so don't say it. I would say the winner is. No, I'm not going to say who it was. It's dead competitive, no isn't it? It's, it's so dead competitive, aren't they? They really are. But then, do you know when, when you're all said and done, when you watch them behind the scenes, they quite like love each other. They're mm. all like sisters. And, yeah, and yeah. No, that, that's, yeah. Like, that's, and like can, a, that's like an example of like healthy competition that like you can exactly, pet yeah. with each other. But let's just use like a fucking like gym analogy here. Like you can go and train together and compete against each other for who's going to squat the most and then go for a walk and have a laugh or go for a go for a pint yeah. and have a laugh or whatever. Like that's mm. that's kind of the way that it should be. Like you shouldn't just be at each other's throats unless obviously you fucking hate each other. But then why would you want to train with them? Because it's also the same yeah. thing. I think it's anything with competitive sports if you're a fan of something. So sometimes the football fans are the worst at giving each other shit. No. And tearing, yeah, the, and tearing the other team down. And you're like, you should, be, you should be made up that this other team are putting working and promoting the sport that you love but instead you give them shit you give the fans shit you give the city where they're from shit mm. it's weird it's just a weird it is thing cr- it is yeah. crazy that, that, that kind of like tribalism yeah, that's it, that, yeah. yeah I was just going to say that yeah yeah mm. it's like being it's been like uh, going back millions of years isn't it being part of like a tribe and a gang mm. sort of like we're, mm. we're inclusive and you're not allowed in yeah um, but yeah I know what you mean it's uh, it's my like don't get me wrong with football it's a uh, even like when United were boss, I, I never used to hate the team. I didn't hate them at all, actually, because it was you know you, you watch when the best teams are on telly, you watch them regardless of you know like your support and stuff because they just they play good football. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah. the fans just just hate each other, don't they? Sort of. And thing. there's nothing wrong with like like Martin said with a bit of healthy competition, a little bit of rivalry. But when it starts mm. getting like so, you have people in the same house sometimes when Liverpool and Everton are playing. They just want to kill each other. And some Evertonians won't have red in the house. Some Liverpoolians wouldn't won't have blue, blue in the house. Yeah. And you're like, what? It's a colour. It means it's nothing. Grow, grow up. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you messing? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, but that's what Klopp said, though, isn't it? Pussy, Klopp said Klopp. football is the most important thing. Most unimportant. One of the most important, important things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the most important thing of the least important thing in yeah, the world. That's yeah. what he says. It's weird, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's Because yeah. you, you could get like men yeah. or, or like and women or whoever football fans going to me. Yeah, but it's a way of life, and you're like, what drag isn't? So right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, so do you know the way some people go? Say? Oh what, no, what isn't... Fo- so football is drag. So being a drag queen, oh, right, sorry, that's yeah. someone's no, way yeah, of life. No, that's someone's know, passion and someone's love. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so people go, yeah, but if you don't know if you're not into football, football's my life, football's my passion. And you're like, well, the way you love that is that the way people love drag and drag queens like put everything and the heart and soul into it. So why is what you like more important than them? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm. I, I I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like I think you're just like, you know what? Yeah. Just get over it. Competition's healthy, but when it's when the the competition turns people into like more like arrogant versions of themselves, that's yeah. where it's like, all right, you need to to chill because when it gets nasty and when it gets detrimental, mm. 
that's, yeah. that's when you need to go, okay, why mm. are you attacking this person? Why are you attacking this team? Why yeah. are you attacking this city? When just because of something like a sport mm. that hasn't, something yeah. hasn't gone your way. Yeah, that well, it's funny that, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny that. Yeah, because I know Liverpool, I know very, very few, to be honest, but I know I've, I've spoke to one or two in, in like previous jobs and stuff where uh, the, the eight Manchester just because they're Liverpool fans mm. and, and just like why Manchester's lovely it's mm. a lovely I know city. I love going out in Manchester and, and, and there's lovely people there and stuff you know what I mean so it's just mad but I think they probably changed the mind on that now I'm talking when I was younger like 18 sort of thing yeah, yeah and no, that it's... goes back to someone might have tweeted about Manchester now they're in Manchester and um, someone from Manchester comes and goes, Oh, did you tweet this <laughs> 10 yeah. years ago when you're here now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I love Manchester. It's awesome. I don't know if it's quality. Exactly. All right. Mine for this week is fucking <laughs> infographics that are just like literally useless. Like the stupidest thing, the stupidest things going. So I've just opened my phone, right? Opened Instagram. The first one that's popped up is anabolic protein waffles. <laughs> like, oh my god! <sighs> anabolic oh. fucking protein waffles. So I've got on the account, right? And the next one, it, and it's just like pictures of. There's no like real information there. It's not even an infographic. It's just basically saying. That's what it is, and that's what it looks like. That's what goes in it. <laughs> Anabolic fucking protein waffles. Like the next one's a bulking diet with like a load of foods on it. The next one is <laughs> with a Photoshop picture of Terry Crews, as you know, Terry Crews's fucking big tank. He's like being yeah. being photoshopped to look that 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 slim, and it's oh, like, yeah, that's mad. what the fuck is this? Like, this is literally the shit stain on the underpants of trying to help people with <laughs> infographics. Like, <laughs> stop. Fucking stop, right? <laughs> and rethink what you're doing. Like, someone's gone out of the way. They've spent time out of their day to Photoshop Terry Crews to look like that. And put it next to stuff that has signs of under-training. Right. And the, the, this, this one is an example. Right. The signs of under-training that they've put on here are talking too often, no progressive overload, last rep is easy, no attention to, to form, minuscule range of motion, and just showing up, right? So that's so negative, that isn't it? Yeah, it's like who's going to fucking look at that and be like, "Oh yeah, that's going to make me want to go to gym. That's going to make me want to go oh, no, and exactly. do some training. That's going to make me want to like." I don't even think I don't even think this account is it selling anything. Sorry, just just to, so that picture of Terry Crew, that picture of that ripped. Person with Terry Crews is meant to be a sign of under training. Yeah. <laughs> all, all they've done, because obviously this is like a, an audio podcast, all they've done is make his arms look smaller. Like, yeah, it's all about <laughs> a massive chest. 
shredded up. I don't understand how that's even inf- information because that's what an infographic purpose is. It's not create information. Mm-hmm. So that's just basically saying, like, just showing up. The selling this this page is is selling um programs. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there so it's, it is. Like, it's like <laughs> right. Let's go back to this fucking infographic, right? Okay, no attention to form. Yeah, but you can still get bigger with shit form. Yeah, minuscule range of motion. You can still get bigger with minuscule range of motion. Just showing up, yeah. like if you show up, it's better than not showing up. Last rep is easy, like in relation to fucking what? In relation to last week's sets. If your last rep's easy, then it means you've got stronger and you're on the same weight as last week. It means you've got stronger. No progressive overload is probably like if you're under training, like that's probably the least of your worries is progressively overloading, right? Because you need to, <laughs> you need to actually do something. You need to do some training to overload the training. <laughs> Yeah. Talking no, progressive overload is a sign of undertraining. Oh, really not. Like, talk, talking too often. Like, I can kind of get on board with that. Like, if you're talking when you should be training, then okay. But if you're in the gym and you're talking and your conversation goes on for 10 minutes and you're going to spend 10 minutes training, then, like, isn't that better than not fucking training at all? Like, pages like this just fucking do my head in because they've got no way and the next one down is how to boost your <laughs> testosterone <sighs> <sighs> fucking hell like, you could just do a podcast going through the Instagram page yeah I think I might yeah. do like, <laughs> the, yeah. the first point on it is stop masturbating <laughs> don't be a wanker <laughs> just, just as a point on that that doesn't actually have anything to do with your testosterone levels. Like your testosterone levels aren't affected by how many, how many, uh, <laughs> <Spunk you out>. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... by, by how, like, by, by that. Is she going to say it? Right. Jesus. And the, oh, it says take ZMA slash MACA, train your legs. Have cold showers, sleep well, and get more sun. The only thing on that that's going to potentially boost your testosterone is the sleep part. Like, taking a cold yeah. shower doesn't boost your testosterone. Training your legs, yeah, that does. Getting more Maybe sun. Maybe it's because it makes you really shrink. This fucking Instagram profile is my Instagram for this week because I didn't have one. And I opened up my phone and this popped up. On the Olympic weightlifting yeah, fucking uh, hashtag. Absolutely woeful. Fucking woeful. That's the perfect example of misinformation, Matt. That's just, that is just Jesus. a... Jesus. Right. shite. Yeah. <laughs> to another wank. Oh, <laughs> so bad. My God. <laughs> but yeah. Um, That's so bad, man. To another Tommy Tank. To another Tommy <laughs> you can see can you see the picture of it look at his eyes oh my god <laughs> I swear oh you need to put this on the story <laughs> and put it in the highlight just say things we talk about in the podcast that need <laughs> there's a little magazine next to it as well and a little animated magazine <laughs> is it a boob it's a woman's bum oh my god please 
Oh, I feel like you need like an audio <laughs> description. I think that wins the Instagram now. Jesus Christ. That yeah, was just off the cliff as well. Because I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if there's any on Instagram that I can take the piss out of. And there we have it. Um, you can spend five on minutes on Instagram. Yeah, you spend five minutes on Instagram and you will find an array of things to read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus I, I'm gonna I'm going to proper search. I'm going to research my uh, Instagram metric because I need to find something like that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's terrible, that. Unbelievable. Oh. Right. I don't know if you just heard Oscar's just sneezing then. <laughs> All right, that was a that was a great episode. Uh, if you've made it this far, thanks very much for sticking with us. <laughs> I, I hope it was worth it. Um, <laughs> episode eight of the Strength Code podcast. Again, shout out to Charlene for doing our awesome new uh, artwork. You can just see the dog's tail wagging yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him shout at me? <laughs> um, yeah, don't wait till the 12th of April to get back in to some kind of uh, exercise or nutrition habit that's going to serve you well in the long run. If you get a chance to go and have your COVID vaccine, go fucking get it because the chances of sort of happening uh, slim to none. We want to get back to normal as soon as we can. Uh, watch out for shit on Instagram. If you think something's stupid, then please send it to us. Yeah, definitely we'll send us your Instagrams because I'm dying to know what the shit other people say. <laughs> um, I know, yeah. I know, yeah. If it's like that, definitely. Great episode, guys. See you next yeah. week. Bye. Bye.